playing together with Morgan Freeman, Megan Fox and Miley Cyrus, just to name a few, is, I would say, a every actor's dream. The only difference between a dreamer and Greg Greek is that he manifested his dream already at a very young age and he determined himself and took on a whole life mission. He knew that he will be a famous actor in Hollywood one day, but that he ended up conquering the world with his talent to work with the biggest A-listers in the industry was something that came faster than expected. Hard work always pays off and the fact that Greg didn't have the most perfect upbringing motivated him even more to show others that everything is possible. I am beyond honored to have such ambitious talent here as my guest for your today's episode. Welcome, Greg Tree. Hey Superstar, you can be proud of yourself. You found this channel because you want more out of your life. Normal is not in your dictionary and you know you can get whatever you dream about. Less talking, more action. My name is Anna Rousseau, your new success host. Welcome to my podcast, Luxury Problems. Waiting so long to do this, Anna. Seriously, and listen, I just want to say, like, this is the best cup of coffee I've had in a freaking while. So, cheers to cheers. you! <laughs> Thank you so much. And yeah, I just I feel really honored to be your guest. Like, just everything that you've been doing, just your whole journey, like your shift, the people that you are reaching and connecting with, and your own personal journey, how you've taken ownership of that. I know that we've been able to connect over that. Even, even though we've met on a project, I know. but it's amazing to share in that journey, you know, being I two foreigners, you know, so let you cheers. <laughs> you like it and um, I feel like it's always great when you know people and you grew with them together yeah. on a journey because you met them on a project and then you somehow disconnect because, you know, yeah. everybody's busy and then you reconnect again and share experiences and then at the end of the day, everybody has like, a similar path and everybody just wants to make the best out of life and right. you definitely um, <laughs> right. have been doing like, the very best out of your life. I'm trying my best, but right back at you man, yeah. seriously. So we met on uh, a film set. In the desert there. I just Well, I remember the studio, but I remember the desert the most. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The desert was hardcore. Shout out to Joe Bland and Ow! team. <laughs> Colonials movie coming out soon. <laughs> it was basically also my first big film project in the States wow. since I've always been just working. Mine too. Mine too. was one of my first. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That is cool. Yeah, that's so rad. Now we find out. Yes, yeah, now. I got his, like invited <laughs> to the podcast to find out about exactly. It. That is amazing. So, um, how did Joe find you back then? Um, well, I submitted and then, uh, I mean, Joe was a freaking rock star. Um, <laughs> this is, I've got a funny story, Joe, don't kill me. But I, I, I submitted for, for Colonials. Reaching out to any Colonial signals. The exiles have taken everything. Earth is in ruins. According to the bot's data log, the ship belongs to a colonial named Silas. 
that's not just any colonial. Where do you come from, boy? Uh, the sky, I, I think. You know, being from South Africa, I mean, you obviously also come from Germany and Italy. Mm -hmm. You know, on, as an actor, sometimes you don't want to like get like knocked out of the competition from the beginning. So I remember when I first met with Joe and Cyrus, um, it was down here in Hollywood. I'd submitted my materials and, you know, they'd gone through a bunch of different actors and I was very pleased that they thought I was a good fit. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when I, I met them, I just, I, did, I spoke to them in my American accent, like mm -hmm. for the first couple, <laughs> uh, for the first, because the character was American. Yeah. Right? And, um, yeah, you know, I thought it was very important just to not be like knocked out of the competition, you yeah. know, but that became a thing for a long time until eventually, only after we started filming, you know, that I switched back. This is my natural voice, my South African voice. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was super hilarious, but I had a great time. And I mean, you can, you can talk about that as well in the sense that we had such a great energy on set, like to, to pull off what yeah, we did in such a short space of time. It was fun. It was so much fun. And also something different for me because just like you being one of your, your first Hollywood sets, for me, it also meant a lot in terms of a milestone, having just like moved to, to Hollywood, yeah. um, to be able to get a lead as an American, you know, mm -hmm. um, was, was like That's a big huge. deal, which yeah. was fun. And also, I'm sure we'll talk about it today, but it was the first time in my life I got to do a role where I got to tap into my childlike state, like where my inner child, which is kind of a lot of work that I've been doing uh, recently is reconnecting with the fun, you know, and then that role was legitimately as far from like oh my, my serious, yes. you know, I've also got that German blood in me, so you know, <laughs> uh, I'm often very calculated and playing, oh, yes. but yeah, it's just a, <laughs> exactly, you know, but like, you know, that movie was just pure fun, yeah, and the relationships along the way are still standing today, which yeah. is which is awesome, as we can see right now, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so yeah, cheers exactly. to that, cheers to, cheers to the journey, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> So um, you said you basically that was your first big film project in the States. When exactly did you move to LA? Well, just before we shot. So it was it was basically, look, 2019, but straight after we shot Colonials, I had to go back to South Africa to shoot a movie with Megan Fox for a few months, which, uh, which was a lot of fun. We'll talk it's about that. It's on my card. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for me, it wasn't like one big massive move. It was kind of like hopping like back and forth until by the time the pan yeah, until the pandemic hit, I was like, dude, this is where I need to I need to stay, you know. And and look, I I'd done a lot of American projects before because that's what qualified me to get my green card. At the time it was my O one visa. But um, you know, to, to get something on American soil as American, like same with you, right? And yeah. so many people, it's a good feeling. It's it it's is. a big milestone, you know. It's like you feel like you're progressing. Because yeah. I'm sure as with you, when you grew up you always had this dream and idea of what it would be like and then when it starts yeah. manifesting it's like yeah <laughs> you like gain so much power by the fact when you realize yeah. just the thought that was created and like planted when you were a kid or a teenager mm -hmm. whenever that is and you put the work in and you just keep believing in it yes. and you keep doing it connect with people that mm -hmm. just don't think about it no more by the way on the way it. yeah sorry to interrupt in the way yeah i thought how awesome was driving seeing the hollywood sign yeah and the song journey don't stop believing was playing and that sounds very special to me yeah. yeah like walking the streets in hollywood it represents a lot you know both of us coming from yeah. such a small town and yeah. a small place it's a big deal. Yeah. It is a big deal, you know. It's actually a very beautiful song. So yeah, yeah. I just yeah. played it in my Exactly, head right? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. But no, it's just it's like, so good. 
That's amazing. I love being able to talk to you about this stuff you yeah. know, because because it is. I mean, it is the stuff that dreams are made of. Mm. Um, I, you know, I love I love the fact that there's something powerful, right? Like you were yeah. talking about in terms of having an idea, having those seeds of an idea, visualizing something in the future before it's even happened. Yeah. And slowly but surely, step by step, making it happen yeah. until you wake up one day and yeah, you're on the couch, <laughs> literally in the middle of Hollywood, <laughs> chatting about the journey. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is so true. And we had, um, we had a time when we met up for what was it, juice and yeah, and that was like when I was trying to be healthy. But (laughs) (laughs) no, um, and I remember how you were telling me that you know your whole perspective changed, and you had a time when you were in South Africa and everything like you had everything you wanted materialistic materialistically and you were driving in your fancy cars feeling you the shit and then at the end of the day like this realization hits and you're like is this it is this everything just having like this fame the money but what about where do i stand what do i want in life and Mm. just um just this realization and that you allow it to happen because Mm -hmm. some people just like i know the ego kicks in and like, oh no, this is like, that's what I want to do and I don't care about what I want like internally and um, and so on. But just the fact that you were like thinking about what just Thank you for that. You. Yes, you know, look, I, I will say that, you know, it's interesting how life works. Uh, you know, I won't go into the full days of our lives, but, mm-hmm. but I, you know, as so many people in the world, as many of us, um, you know, I came from a very, very hectic childhood and um, you know, I only started realizing the the enormity of, of, of the trauma that built up over a long time. And you know, it's different now, but often like I do look back and I, I can say that, you know, for me being driven and like working hard was almost like my response to trauma mm-hmm. as a kid, where I was like, unless I become somebody, unless I achieve something, I don't have identity. So I really appreciate you saying that because yes, prior to coming to the States, I did. I really did have everything I could dream of, like doing what I love, mm-hmm. you know, having the margin. I like using the word margin in terms of having space around you financially, everything, you know, and it felt good because, um, you know, it was, again, it was the thing of having an idea, working hard and it becoming a reality. Like there was nothing that I lacked. and. It was interesting. It was interesting when you catch yourself mm-hmm. behind closed doors, when you have yeah. conversations with yourself. And I remember driving around my neighborhood and I felt like James Dean, you know, riding around my convertible <laughs> and my leather gloves. Exactly. So literally shades on and there was no one around. There was no audience. And I remember asking myself, is this it, buddy? Is this is this it? Is is this really changing you? Like like and I just remember, you know what, no, what makes me me is me. That's got absolutely nothing to do with money or achievements or fame. It's who we are. And I think you were talking about that. That realization for me, it happens over a period of time. But there comes a day, and, and I think we'll talk about this next as well, but there comes a day where you've got to realize who you are is different yeah. from what you do. Mm-hmm. And if you can figure that out, and I think all of us, as we as we grow up in life, that's an ever-evolving concept, right? Like who you are, your identity. You keep you keep growing as you go along. But the sooner that you can do that, before anything happens, when you get yourself in a state of gratitude, 
before there's money in the bank, when you start feeling like you are worthy of good opportunities. I had to do a lot of work because I grew up in an environment where just because of my circumstances, my thinking made me think like an orphan, mm -hmm. where it was me against the world, I need to work, everyone's out to get me, and everything became so dramatic, you know. Which is also helpful. Which is helpful. Because you're like a fighter, and Correct. you also don't <laughs> want to show it to yourself, you want to show it to the outside world, <laughs> exactly. too, that which, you, especially you can do it. Exactly, which, which, did, which does come in handy. Mm -hmm. But you know, the, the big shift for me, and, and, and this sums up everything, I think, is shifting from fear, in terms of like, I have to win, I have to prove, I have to, mm -hmm. I care so much about what people think versus being motivated by love. Mm -hmm. Where you don't, you stop proving yourself, yeah. firstly actually to yourself mm -hmm. and then the world. And I think I suffered from that for most of my life. Look, I'm grateful, like I'm still a man where I had consequences to my choices and I made some healthier choices than others, but still my core mm -hmm. was driven by fear and yeah. hurt. And then I shifted to love. Yeah. To and, and I think and I think that's happened with you as well, like in, in your journey for sure. You and know? especially then when you're driven by fear, you are not able to enjoy the journey. Mm. Nobody's journey is easy, there's yeah. always ups and downs, but you can make it hard on yourself by just always thinking like, oh this can happen, this can happen. Mm -hmm. Um I have to prove everybody, or you just say, Hey, this is a challenge for me. Mm. Let's see what happens and I Go challenge by challenge mm -hmm. and I will take it on and let's see what happens and mm -hmm. you know see the positive things exactly. even in hard moments and that is so mm -hmm. key I think just for everything and I just watched a YouTube video this morning I watched every morning mm -hmm. is like always my, it's my like thought for brain and mm -hmm. while I'm just getting ready doing my makeup hair mm -hmm. I just listen to these things and listen to Seth Guru I don't know mm -hmm. yes <laughs> yes and he was also saying, basically, you wake up every morning, you do the same thing all over and over again, and you just wonder, with all this technology and everybody's just in their phones and not interacting with other humans no more, that why am I even doing this for? And like how high the suicide rate became over the, the, over the years, pandemic. the past mm -hmm. 15 years even, mm -hmm. since the improvement of our technology, and everybody has to prove uh, who they are and the image of, how they want to look to the outside right. world and that pressure that builds up within you. Exactly. But you completely like losing that connection to life and right. this love that you just talked about. Like yes. you just love what you do. And you said it completely right. Mm -hmm. We are not our jobs. We mm -hmm. don't identify what we do. Mm. And it's tough though. Let's be real. Let us all yeah. be real here. Like, you know, let's I love the fact that this is such a cool space where we can really be honest about everything. Jeez. Like, you know, we, we, I mean, that is part of being human, right? Like feeling like we belong, like feeling like we're accepted and we, you know, we find, we find a lot of like gratitude in, in what we do and achievement and status or whatever it may be. But at the core of it, like who you are, like when there's no one around, like those conversations you have with yourself, that relationship towards yourself, you know, before you try and change the world, it's so important. Like, it's really so important. It's not a selfish thing. It's, it's a self-love is often by many people misinterpreted. I, I feel like there's something powerful where you 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 do learn to, to love yourself. Because I often, for many years, I hated myself. I didn't even realize it, you know, because I accepted the lies of, of what I inherited through my environment. And when you start changing that, and, and, and again, for me, there's a beautiful word. It's called worth. 
worth like when you understand it's it's different to feeling entitled yeah because entitled says the world owes me something that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about being worthy like knowing your worth understanding that you're a, a child of god at least that's that's what i believe that we were created to be something special like, like no one's ever going to do what you can do in this in this lifetime no one can do what i can do we are all unique we've all got a unique um, thumbprint so the more we start realizing that worth and the more you start seeing yourself as if you were that like it's, it's amazing what happens i mean one thing i can say about you and i'd love to hear when this happened for you is when i think of you i think of joy you're such a joyous person and i know that that is must also be like a conscious choice mm -hmm. like did you grow up that way did you did you grow into that like how did joy happen in i life? mean my um in my life as a kid um i lost my mom when i was eight years old so that was not really happy for me but um my parents and also my grandma said i was as a kid always laughing and smiling i just had that sunshine within yeah. me but of course, then after that scenario and um, just growing up without a mom in that age, really, it was like I was kind of paralyzed. I just pretended I'm okay. I was, the, I was doing that for my family, also mm -hmm. for my dad, for them not to worry for me. Right. But then I started to realize later on when I like was in my 20s or even 25, I still could see certain habits and certain patterns that I was developing over the years there's always building up that wall of perfection Oof. and the pressure that builds up within you because you cannot let it out because everybody thinks you're fine and you're okay you know? right. and then you see everybody out there just having a perfect life and you're just like what's wrong with what's me, wrong with me? <laughs> what's wrong with me and, and, me, yeah. but and when you said the moments when we are just quiet with ourselves a lot of people out there, they cannot do it. They cannot handle they cannot that. Themselves. They will like find the fastest way to distract themselves, themselves, either to entertainment, phones, um, all sorts of movies. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Bad> boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, like even food and like you know, like yeah. the, like everyone's got like a hectic habit. Everyone's got their like vice, but it's mm -hmm. literally like it's amazing how we lack the capacity to feel comfortable in our own mm -hmm. skin. To sit down, to be quiet. We always feel like we gotta, we gotta do something, and yeah. that actually prevents you from like building that capacity, exactly. building that presence. The very thing that makes life so special mm -hmm. is presence. Yeah. It's it's really being in the place you are at that moment. And I, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it was yeah. really tough for me being so goal driven. Oh, absolutely. Where every day became like a means mm -hmm. to the end, which is the next yeah. goal. And then it's like, and then that shift started happening. It was like, no, the juice, the real life happens, yeah, in the moment. Like, mm -hmm. what's today? Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like a Wednesday morning where it's like, it's, it's the moments where ordinary life happens. I'm learning to love that. And, you know, in the beginning, I thought everything was a cliche in the beginning when people were like, ugh, it's the journey and the process. And I'm like, ugh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. Don't even tell me, but it really is. Mm -hmm. When you start leaning into that, and also you're scared that they're just telling something, and it's not gonna happen for you, and you don't know if you can really do it back, and it takes time, being patient. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like cool story, bro. But yeah. you know, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's um, it is amazing, and it's and what is great is isn't it a gift in life to be able to 
have that opportunity to grow. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like we all, that's the human experience, right? Like we all are imperfect. We all make mistakes. But life is both, right? And, um, and once again, I just want to say, listen, I'm, I'm really sorry about your loss, like when you were younger. Like I think you and I also have connected, uh, you know, in, in, in that field of our lives. Like I've also like suffered tremendous tragedy and loss. Mm. Um, and it's so tough when you're yeah, so young. Like not even too long ago, it's like space in one, time, yeah piece just chunk everything kind of came together it was nuts like nine people in, in two years that me. and that's after i moved to a new country yeah. where i couldn't even be yeah. in and not just nine people like the closest people in my life except yeah. for my mom you know but but everyone else like you know it's it's just it was intense but i don't know how you feel about this but it's a beautiful process that happens in grief where you are stripped away mm -hmm. like from so much nonsense mm -hmm. you know because what matters at the end and, I, and like with you, I mean, it's heartbreaking that you were so young and that's like a fire that burns away like all nonsense. And to find, again, like when you turn, I, there's a beautiful book by Paolo Coelho uh, called The Alchemist that I'm sure oh, yeah. you know, yes. <laughs> but I love the idea of what alchemy is, you know, I mean, I think there's so many interpretations to that book, but um, I, I myself have hiked through Spain a couple of times and that book becomes so real when... You, you think you when you travel there and I had my backpack and there's sheep in the fields. Yeah. Oh, I've got stories. But the beautiful thing is the word alchemy. It's turning lead into gold. In other words, for me, I love the process of life. Where you get to turn all those setbacks you had in your life, yeah. all your tragedy, all the things that didn't work out according to plan. The fact that in this lifetime, we have the opportunity through choice and intention to turn that lead into gold. It's, it's amazing, right? Because where the final product is more than the initial product. Where you literally, there's a, they use a beautiful term in the book, um, transmutation. Mm -hmm. Not even transformation, transmutation, yeah. where you're going to a whole nother level, you know? And, um, and that's, that's kind of what this time has been, I think, for many of us in this pandemic. You know, I, I suffered a lot of loss on that front. And obviously, you know, same as you, right? Moving to a new location. But it is, like, when you think of, like, and sorry that I'm throwing out the cliches, <laughs> but like the fact that a caterpillar can become a butterfly, you know, it's not cheesy at all. If you think of that process, that the caterpillar literally pretty much dies to itself and completely takes on a new form. So I think, I think for a lot of us, you know, um, and you were talking about as well, like it's so tough sometimes when you're comparing, it's compare and despair. But when you can take ownership of your journey that despite the suffering you're going through, despite the pain, if you can if you can take all of that and channel it and just some days you're not going to feel right some days it's just about all i have strength for is to stand mm -hmm. all i have strength for is literally to eat and keep going yeah. like that's part of the journey where you're going to have days where you just put a big x in it and that's just where you're at and sometimes also just pause and just literally. be just be and just be and breathe yeah you know? and yeah. The most craziest thing happened to me when I always thought, oh, I have to go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Mm -hmm. And then certain things don't happen the way I want it right now. Right. And then I'm disappointed, I'm it's frustrated. Like, you, it's like that control expectation thing. Ah. You're like, ah. Yeah. And then when you pause and you just let it happen and you're just like, it's okay. I don't have to move fast today. Wow. That's when I received the most great, great Experience. emails, mm -hmm. phone calls. Um, had the great greatest conversations with people because I was not on my day-to-day -day struggle hustle getting <laughs> it together. Right. Like actually, no. Also taking the time 
to talk with people on the street that are just soft. new experiences eh? yeah. and isn't that so important like i think all of us need that eh? we all need to be able to have new experiences mm -hmm. and novel experiences and this is exactly what you were saying earlier as well like fostering a state of being where you're present because if you're not you can't find the gifts that are there every day like today like this is special this isn't just yeah. something that happens every day it's a it's a moment where we really get to have a, a proper conversation you know and, and that's what i love is that every day there's an opportunity for us if we choose to look yeah. for the gifts that are there Absolutely. you know and i think it's the balancing act right because there is something you'll be set for having vision having a game plan but within that to create that flexibility of wherever life's going to lead you yeah. to be able to see the signs you know? absolutely mm -hmm. and for those who find that video here if you're not subscribed yet and you just mm -hmm. found that randomly then there is a message for you in this video mm, exactly <laughs> and um that's what this channel is all about i want to inspire the young generation people who lost their motivation because yeah. it doesn't mean that you just when you're younger you don't have any pathway to go where you have no idea what to do sometimes it happens like when you're 50 and you just thought yeah. you have your life together and then everything yeah. like age is relative yeah absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i think i hope that that's changing like with with time to come because mm -hmm. i hope that fades away because we are bigger than our age again absolutely. we're bigger than what we do we are you know that nonsense that that society's constructed of you've got to do xyz by a certain amount of time nonsense man like mm -hmm. come and live life your own way like you know it's uh, you know i was just back home in south africa for, for a couple of months and you know i was really astounded like like even with my mom you know she's retired now and she retired quite early but she's finding a whole new lease on life she's like doing all sorts of things like finding she's dancing things, she's trying new things no. she's got like a whole <laughs> bunch of new friends um and i was like that is awesome that no matter no matter your age like there's new chapters and that's exactly what life is life's too short like you never know and that's so important right to just again really get quiet and listen to this guy what brings you joy like what wakes you up what are those activities that kind of you know bring back that magic you had as a kid when you were free and you weren't even thinking you yeah. just did it you know so i'm i'm on that wicked right now wicked by the way is a cricket term i'm from south africa so <laughs> when you say a good wicket it means you're on a you're on a good road, good road. okay <laughs> so you were just talking about you being a kid and like letting out that inner kid and that joy that you experience um mm -hmm. what was it for you when you were a kid if you if you just think back is there like any specific job that you wanted to do when you're like a grown man <laughs> like you are right now? <laughs> i'm a grown man um no i gotta tell you um yeah it's so funny because i i did a whole bunch of things before i finally found my way back to what i'm doing now but i've got to be honest when i was like a young kid i i did think of being an actor <laughs> you know which is absolutely nuts but i i tried everything to not be one and somehow it found me you know because yeah. i've got an honors in economics um you know i went to, i did get an honors in producing as well and i still produce mm -hmm. but you know i love the bottom line for me as a kid growing up in africa because my my grandmother worked with hiv aids orphans so oh, wow. i've got very special memories when i was deep deep in africa not just south africa but like up north where my grand would take me to to uh to play with the orphans and often what would happen is you know, we'd play soccer and everybody would have a nice meal. But then later afternoon in Africa, when I think of Africa, I think of trees and just open spaces. 
And what would happen is all these kids, you know, that were my newfound friends, my grand would be like literally tell them a story, you know, and then I'd have to on my feet, like at a very young age, yeah. tell these kids a story which became like a parable. So, you know, so that, that lesson was almost like this power in storytelling. Um, and, and that that was very tough. already makes you a director, producer, <laughs> and everything. I don't know what I am. Like in this day and age, we're a content creator. Oh, man, I don't even know what the heck. But, but, but there's power in conversation. There's power in story. There's power in inspiring people through your story, which is literally what this whole channel is yeah. about. Um, so that kind of stuck with me. And I guess um, also on, a, on another note, like, um, you know, given my circumstances, um, Acting was a real opportunity for me to have a voice in, in you know, it was because I, 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 I sadly can't say that I had a voice in my home environment as much as I had when acting was a tool for me to step out of myself and say, hey, my opinion matters, my voice matters. Yeah. And um, that was a great journey for me, you know, so, so it's crazy, yeah, when you think back as a kid yeah. and to think this That's actually right. happened, this yeah. is insane. Yeah. 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 Because, like, Many people that I interviewed for my channel, they yes, they had these um, crazy thoughts about what they want to be when they're like grown and said <laughs> uh, somebody he's uh, into fitness now mm. and but he wanted to be a homicide detector, you know, like wow. the, the things that kids have in their mind. Right, exactly. That's a badass job. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but I think you're actually the first person also that is doing now big time what oh. he was thinking when he was a kid. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know, what's really funny is um, a couple of weeks ago, I get it like out of the blue, um, I don't know if everybody's still connected with their elementary school friends, in South Africa we call it primary school, but I had a primary school friend and um, when I was like 11 there was like a school magazine and they did like an interview. And it's so funny, I, I'm not, I'm not going to share the picture on this thing because I'm like, I look very strange, but maybe I will. We'll maybe see. he's like, maybe I will. Exactly. You put it, put it, put it in the comments below. Yeah. But, but anyways, like I had crazy curly hair, and I thought I was cool. I looked like Ensenku, like ate too many oh, burgers. Yeah. <laughs> at the time. Um, but, 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 but basically, I remember that I was like, where do you see yourself in, 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 in like 10, 15 years? And I said, I see myself working in Hollywood. Which is nuts, and, and I remember, uh, yeah, it's insane, but also the people along the way, because I remember we did things like, they called it a speech festival, where I had to do little poems, I don't even have like two front teeth, and I do this, <laughs> this poem about, a, I think it was the concrete mixer, where he huffs and he puffs, or something like that, yeah. and that woman somehow, who was like the adjudicator, she's like, this kid is going to Hollywood, and it's funny how those little seeds, yeah. as you grow up, Kind of blossom, you know, yeah. from from people. What you choose to and kind it's of encouragement. Yes. Here and there, you see things. Mm -hmm. Honestly, for me, it started all with Hollywood. I mean, I had this thought always since mm -hmm. I'm 11 years old. I knew I'm going to live here. Wow. I've never been here before. Never seen anything specifically. Mm -hmm. Didn't know anybody that has been here. But then after I had this intuition i started to see many things and i started mm -hmm. to watch a lot of mtv and i was like celebrity death match yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and um what else they had like west coast custom Pimp mm. so these things that was like that was my shit. i yeah. knew this is like this pretty is cool and that was motivating me even yeah. though I never saw myself doing what they were doing, but I just knew this type of life, so yeah. that's what actual is life. 
exactly. living, yeah. Yeah. enjoying. So um, these little seeds along the way, seeds mm -hmm. and inspirations that you get, they encourage you and they make yeah. you feel like I can do it too. Yeah. And it's brave, you know, and it's nothing against, look, I think everyone's on their own journey and, and I get it, you know, like sometimes you think you want to know like where you want to be and, and life takes on its own journey, but it's, it's really, it takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to be true to yourself because a lot <laughs> of us don't know who we are, you know, so like that's the first part. I think it's really experiencing and living life, trying things that you never thought, it's amazing, right? Like I'm sure most of you watching as well, same with you, it's like, when you think, ah, I'm not going to like that, but you just, how will you know if you don't try? Exactly. You know, and like once, once, and that's, that's why being present in the moment and saying yes to things is so important because in that process, you're discovering things. Um, but yeah, man, what a, what a journey. You've taken me down a good memory lane. Yeah. Seeing a lot of imagery. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, everybody can preach on the internet as much as they want. We can now talk about all the things and these amazing realizations we had. You will be out there, maybe watching this right now, don't even know what the heck is going on in your life and you're just annoyed by all these people talking about their realizations and these yeah. motivational speakers and all that stuff. Because when you're not at the right mindset right now where you're at and if you feel like you are not ready yet for this journey, then that video might not be for this moment. Exactly. But you find it in two years and you're like, this is exactly where I am right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important what you're saying because, listen, life is never just going to be plain sailing. Like, we have to embrace both. We have to embrace the evening and we have to embrace the day. Like, it goes hand in hand. Both of them are interwoven. And you have to, like, we all, whether it, it's not happened yet, whether it's happening right now, I love what someone once said, is that rock bottom is at least a good place to start from because everything from there is like uphill and Absolutely. it's 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 pretty nuts when you really get to see yourself butt naked no one around no one to help you out like mm -hmm. who are you when everything that you think you know everything you took your pride in all your comfort gets stripped away yeah who are you then because it's easy to come and chat when you're on a good season and, and whatever but like those moments where there's nothing romantic about it it's freaking crazy I want to say that, that that is okay yeah. and that it's important to have those moments and, and, and to embrace that because inevitably winter never remains forever, like a new season will come, like the time sometimes feels crazy, but for those of you right now who might be feeling like you've lost hope mm -hmm. and feeling like all your plans you had, all your expectations you had of where you wanted to be in life um, are just not playing out the way you did and you're like this close to giving up or or, or forgetting about the dream like there's a place where as Anna said earlier it's where stop be still surrender because what else can we do as human beings right when you've done the best you can and I believe that all of us do the best we can given our circumstances all you can do is trust the process and there's a beautiful word and I used to hate hearing this word but it's a good word because what happens is we try and manipulate life and oh, people oh and our plans but when you surrender to be like, listen, I'm just going to trust the process. That, that to me is what, what real belief is. It's not wishful thinking. It's not like being a beggar. It's being like, you know what? Like, I trust that somehow all this nonsense, all this mess that I'm in, all these sacrifices I've made, all these setbacks are going to lead me 
to the next step and the next step and the next step. Because isn't it, I mean, listen, if you and I didn't at some point in our lives foresee what is going to come, yeah. we would never have been motivated to take that oh, thing. That's a, you have to see something. You have to believe it. Like, you don't have to have the most confidence. I didn't have a lot of, I'm still working on my confidence. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be able to believe it yourself, even if it's like small, even if it's a small amount to be able to move yeah. forward, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then also, when that's an interesting sentence I was reading, I think, I don't even know if it was Tony Robbins, but when you're in a rough moment right now and you think like it's just the world is ending and okay, so you want to stop right here and just stay in that horrible moment or you just keep fighting to get through it. Exactly. And that you was not come this far to yeah. come this far. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. So no, I think that is pretty um, interesting. And again, like I see so many similarities like like in my personal journey, but also the other guests that I interview, and everybody has their own little struggles and mm -hmm. demons that we have to fight mm -hmm. in order to get what we envision for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that vision even changes. Sometimes you want to be maybe an actor, but then on your way there, the people you meet, exactly. you see, oh my God, there's so much more wow. out there, mm -hmm. and I want to go in this path, exactly. or like this path. And Which is beautiful, right? Yeah. But the big thing is, getting into motion mm -hmm. not just being stuck not just yeah. letting bad times like hold you down it's it's being in like that's a beautiful thing about being a human being we we are given whether we like it or not choosing not to do something is also but we're given the power of what they call agency right like we have the power to choose no matter what you've got the power to not choose but that in itself is a choice yeah so it's really like i know it's hectic and i, I cannot even fathom what most of you are going through and you know, we've all, and I, I haven't even shared an iota of, you know, the kind of journey that I've been in, I'm sure, and that's exactly the I same. might have to invite him a second time. <laughs> but you know, like, that's the thing. It's like, there is a point where no matter what, no matter who, no one can take away your power mm -hmm. to choose. And I'm not saying that you can predict what's happening to you. I'm not saying that it's fair what's happening to you, but I am saying, um, and I, I love this gets quoted a lot, but but I, I really do love that book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it's a very powerful book, um, you know, about the concentration camps. But but what happened there, and I mean, like, there were horrific events in history all across the world. But the point is, is no one, that can take everything from you, but no one can take away how you respond to circumstances. Mm -hmm. That's still your choice. Even in the worst of circumstances for all of us, right? It's, if you can start there by taking your power back there, you've got power, whether you like it or not. You might not think so, but like, if anything, chew on that for a second to where you take a moment to say, I, me, this guy, this lady, I have power. And your power is starting with choice by choice. It's starting by saying, you know what, I'm worthy to be healthy. And then again, you choose, you choose your way forward. I'm. I am worthy to be able to express my opinion, no matter where you come from. Where it's like you are worthy of having a point of view. And again, choosing to stand up for yourself when you used to not standing up for yourself. You know, I think it's that that combination of once once you start playing with that in the sense of wow, my choice. Many people also call it intention. My intention is this, but that's when you start building brick by brick by brick. You know, I I I enjoyed watching. Um, it was pretty cool, I don't know if you saw it, but Will Smith series that he released on YouTube where he had to get into shape. And oh, like, I saw like on social media, like this process, yeah. I haven't seen the series. 
I, I would really recommend it. It's a fun watch in the sense that it's probably the most vulnerable you'll ever see Will wow. Smith. Um, and wow. it talks about the mask, you know, that he had to, he had to project to Hollywood, but he gets really raw and real. Um, talks about his childhood, his relationship with his father. And I, I'm excited the time that you and I are living in because I feel like people are waking up yes, to their power. Are. We're not shying away yeah. from our faults and our, our life, but we're using that to kind of like move forward. So, Absolutely. yeah. We've been talking now a lot about who we know, um, who we are, the worth of ourselves in this universe, but how you feel about how society and our environment manage to control kind of how we really are and what we show who we are, and does that change the perspective what we want to pursue in life? Mm. That's a big conversation, and I think, I think, you know, we are talking about earlier, but just like the influence of technology and social media and everything, like whether we like it or not, like we are conditioned, we are creatures that are conditioned, we are creatures of habit, as much as I've just gone on the rant on the power of choice, which could be a positive thing, in the same flip of the coin, it could be a very negative thing, being a human being, when, when you're just kind of constantly making the same choices over and over again, when we're being conditioned especially by social media in terms of there's like an attack it's like warfare mm -hmm. on identity and who you are in many ways the economy is based on the sense that they want us all to be like sheep mm -hmm. and i'm not a speaking as a conspiracy theorist but just if you look at history right like there's something about where you should just fit in you should shut up you should never ask something you should just look this way act this way think this way and just to interrupt you real quick, even that sentence that you just said, not that I'm saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, that even is a condition from from society, like oh you just said yes. conspiracy theorist, yes. and you don't want to fit into that like in that box. You are you're right. So why yeah. in my eyes somebody that is a conspiracy theorist is somebody that seeks the truth, just somebody that's curious and to know more about what's meaningful. That's a good perspective, exactly. Yeah, and and again also like the use of of, of language even and how we put certain connotations on things and how important that is but yeah I I do see that I think it be, like more than ever you and I have a responsibility mm -hmm. in terms of choosing what we consume Absolutely. right like choosing what we allow through our ears through our eyes through our mouths you know in the sense of, of, of nutrition mental food all that kind of stuff yeah. And and um, I think it I think it's hard. I think we exhausted because it's just such a bombardment of so much information. Things happen. You don't know what the truth is anymore. You know, and to even find legitimate sources of truth, and also sometimes you don't even know where you stand on the topic, right? Like you, you know, because you don't have enough information about it. You know, like also with so much. I mean, it's tough enough to be a human being and survive and pay rent. You know, sometimes. You, you don't have the time to inform yourself and I think it's dangerous because what happens is we, we jump on a bandwagon of like secondhand information. Mm -hmm. So I do see that more and more as life progresses and as technology is driving society more than ever. This is the first time in history that we're at this point where it's exponential growth of tech. Mm -hmm. You know, if we just even talk about our short lifetimes yeah. of what we've seen, it's unbelievable how it's like part of our lives, yeah. let alone what we're going to see in the future with cybernetics, the virtual world that's going to be more important for some people than the real world. Scary. That's scary oh, stuff, man. Scary that's scary me. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I, but I do think again, isn't it? Doesn't it link back to that same thing? To keep coming back to, to yourself, grounding yourself mm -hmm. in reality. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. before jumping in that. 
that. Um, but it's tougher and tougher, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, you already <laughs> talked about you like knowing already as a kid, like you want to be an actor, and now you're here in Hollywood. Um, but also being so aware, especially also through the loss of the people that you just lost within the last two years, just that realization how much, how valuable life is, oh. and that you have to live your life. And Every really, day. you owe it not only to yourself, yes. but also to your ancestors, to God, and to, yes. you just want to like double up yeah. just because yes. you want to show them, hey, I, I'm that's what I'm doing, exactly. that's what I do. Um, you were, I like what you said, sorry to interrupt, but like, you've just touched on a thing, a big lesson I've learned the last two years is there is a gift in suffering and in death. And once that gift that, that, that people leave, it's, the, it's, it's like that beautiful scene in Dead Poet Society when Robin Williams takes all the boys and he says, lean in, gents, mm -hmm. and he goes, carpe diem. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what the heck's going on? Carpe diem, literally seize, mm -hmm. capture, take control of this moment. In other words, be freaking present because those guys he says I think he's like they're feeding daffodils boys and that's exactly it right like right now if you're breathing if you can hear this and see this that's a gift we've been given right to, to live man and that's the gift in death and suffering it's to live more intentionally live harder to live more authentically yeah. if you really know or not or if you want to believe or not but we choose to be here. Yes. So contrast mm. and we definitely, that's what I truly yes. believe in. We actually chose the time we are yeah. going to be here on this planet. That's it. <laughs> that is just amazing. And then also, you know, that moment when you connect with people where you feel like, you just feel like you know each other so well and not even in a romantic way, but just like certain people you just click and you're like, mm -hmm. that feels so home, that yeah. feels so familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And definitely believe in soul connections mm -hmm. on, this, mm. on this earth. No, it's it's amazing the conversations that, that, that have been happening and what people are waking up to like all around the world. It's 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 a really exciting time, you know, because I feel I don't know, like globally, I mean I guess that is the upside of the pandemic. I feel like a lot of people have been doing that kind of work. Mm -hmm. You know, in the sense of really asking what is yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> What is this journey about? And um, I, what I love about that as well is you can't fake you can't fake that connection, um, and not just with people, but with opportunities um, and with all sorts of things too. It's amazing when you just literally again start saying yes to people and the things, and, and it's amazing when you trust that who you meet and who you connect with, and, and, and like like a kid again. Sorry about the kid thing, but I love the fact that. Kids don't have to ask 10,000 questions. You don't have to convince them. They, they are honest. They tell you exactly what's up. And they do what their heart says right now. And they are present. And, and there's... Isn't there a saying, kids and drunks, they tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, so you've been in all these amazing movies. You just talked about the movie with... A Megan Fox. People are like, oh my God, Megan Fox. I think people like re um, react to her so because she was more known as that, you know, influencer type of beauty queen, and then ended up in all these amazing movies and being a badass and just like being a badass. Exactly. That's how you get not only movie fans that are just like into actors like Denzel and. 
and mm. Will Smith, like you also get like the new, the modern kids that, you know, yeah. like watch the hypes, watch the news right mm -hmm. now. So how is it for you working with a superstar like Megan Fox? How is she? That's the yeah, no, everybody sure. has. Absolutely. <laughs> no, listen, what, what is amazing is uh, it's 